And welcome back to the Critic Guys podcast, soon to be Critic Guy Views. This is a strange podcast, I warn you. We are recording with video for the first time as a tester. So you're going to get the audio, but we are testing video. So if we do anything weird or say anything weird, you'll say, um, it's because we've realised something's going horribly wrong. Uh, my name's Chris Davis. I'm joined by Mr. Lawrence Tuck and Mr. Keith Edwards. How are you folks? Fine, thank you. I, I, See, I, podcast, we... I, I feel the podcast doesn't start properly until he says fine. We we could we could release we could release the video of this as like a special feature on the DVD. <laughs> like this, this is like the pilot, isn't it? It the is pilot that will never be broadcast. The pilot of the ship that flies the plane into the Bermuda course, Triangle. Like all like all pilots that don't get broadcast. Um, there'll naturally be some recasting before the, 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 the actual series starts. Yes. So, uh, the actual no. people who Just end up being guys. the critic guys will end up being a lot more attractive and camera friendly. <laughs> Look, we can't afford to lose our uh, fan base already. Not like the numbers we've got. Um, <clears throat> we'll get there. So how are you, gentlemen? It's been a long time since we've recorded a podcast. Mostly because I'm too lazy to edit, and quite frankly, the world's just been quite crap. But we're back. Well, I speak for myself, but I don't think 2021 is shaping up to be any better than 2020. But that's it's worse for me. <laughs> well, uh, the first two months of 2021 is worse than the first two months of 2020. <laughs> yeah. I think I can stake my reputation on that statement. Impeccable reputation. Very good. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, in the time since we've last recorded, we've had uh, we've hardly had many films come out, really, have we? Because it's just the nature of the world at the moment. Um, but we have had a rather big uh series come out in terms of having a big impact on uh worldwide lots of people who don't normally pay attention to these things seem to pay attention and that's wandavision so today's podcast is going to be our discussion of wandavision we we have chatted in the uh, time since the last recording and we get, we had a general feeling for how what we were thinking of wandavision but now that it's finished uh let's have a proper chat about it see what we thought of the series overall where we think the MCU's going after this, and uh, whether it was a hit for you or not, really. Uh, anybody want to uh, start us off? Prior to the last episode of the series, I, I believe I made the statement I thought it was the best thing that the MCU put out. Mm -hmm. And um, I have to say that... Uh, on the, the series as a whole, I still was very, very impressed with it and very much enjoyed it. But 
I would say the last episode, although it was fine, didn't really pay off anything. Hmm. I'm with you. For me, it had a whiff of the Doctor Who about it, of the two-parter to end the series, where you go, oh, it's a great second-to-last episode. This is going to be brilliant. And then you have the final part, you think. Well, it's an ending. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe not as bad. That's damning. That's a bit too damning, really. (laughs) It was a good analogy, though. We appreciate the analogy. But, yeah, nothing's that bad. (laughs) Yeah, they've let us down way more times than Marvel has. I don't know if you've noticed that Stephen King, uh, when they make two-parters of Stephen King books, they're often like that. Mm. The first part just sets it up amazingly. And then the second part just lets you down entirely. Hmm. It, I would say. First part's way better. Yeah. um, The Langoliers uh, and... um, Oh, what's it called? The one where the spaceship lands in their garden. Jimmy Smith's. Nope, that's lost on me. That I, can, I, I think I've seen it, but I can't remember what it is. I think the stand as well was a bit mm. like that. Anyway, we're digressing. Yes. <laughs> Back to Marvel. It's a very strange series, isn't it? It's uh, very different to anything they've done before. It's bold. Keith? Mm. Keith? It's bold, yet at the same time incredibly safe. Ooh. <laughs> being, being contradictory, well... Right we can rely, rely on Keith to come up with the the, the, the the real nub of the issue here. It's extremely bold and safe. Go well, on, Keith. Well, on the basis that they did things that you did, it really made you sit up and pay attention. For example, um, Evan Peters being brought in as Quicksilver. That was a, mm-hmm. a hell of a way to end the episode. Yeah. Um, and and made you want to watch next week, and then you watched him, and then in in the end, as you say, the final episode is somewhat of a disappointment that he appears to have been an actor. And that was one of the big, well, disappointments for me, really, because all he serves is a knob joke, effectively. <laughs> this bringing using the actor from the X Men movies to <clears throat> to play him, and it ends up all the real payoff for us, as far as we can see, is that it's a character called what is it something Boner. Yeah. Is his name? Isn't it Eric Boner or something? Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it yeah, it, it um, could have been any actor, is what they're basically saying. Yeah, it could have been any actor. <laughs> but um, the fact that just... they chose him showed, I thought, the introduction of starting putting in the Marvel, uh, sorry, the X Men universe into the into the Marvel Universe, which they're going to do anyway, eventually. And I think we were all excited about that, weren't we? I think it was like, oh, this is an interesting way of doing it. We were I don't think anyone saw it coming. And it was like, okay, this is good. Give it to us when we're not expecting it. Because I think it'll be worse if we go into a film knowing this is the introduction of the X-Men at this film. I'd rather it just happen in a series that we get these things. That links to probably the most underwhelming thing of the last episode. Because obviously, when we when we start talking about these things, our brains go off in, in marvelous directions, and we think, right, okay, so 
we've got um, the Quicksilver from the X-Men films is there. So we're presuming that it must have come over from another dimension. That's how they're going to bring over the X-Men, bring in from another dimension. What, what is um, uh, uh, Wanda Maximoff is next going to appear in the Doctor Strange and the um, Marvelous Medicine of Madness. Multiverse of Madness. Right? So multiverses. Madness, so yeah. that, that all links in. So you think, right, bosh, Doctor Strange is going to appear at the end of this episode. Bosh, we're going to start talking about the multiverse and the different dimensions at the end of this episode. Uh, and, and, no. <laughs> none, none, of that, none of that happens. It's just two witches having a fight, one of them throwing purple at the other and the other is throwing red at her. But but it's okay because we're going to have an epic vision fight between a red and green vision versus a white vision. And it's clearly that one of them is a complete badass and one of them is a great hero. And it's they're going to clash and it's going to be amazing. They're not just going to stand around and have a bit of a chat and then one of them's going to fly off. The, the the ironic thing is, I liked the chat. I liked yeah, the chat. Can we have something before? Well, I, I just like the fact that essentially the whole series has been trolling fans. Like, yeah. you had so many people coming out and saying, oh, maybe it's Ultron. Ultron survived. I wanted it to be Ultron. And it still could be. Still could, could have could an element be. of Ultron in there. But essentially, I, I struggle. This sounds really weird. I, I struggle at the end of the series to work out what it was about. <laughs> because not not because I what didn't I follow this not because I didn't follow the series, but it's like, well, essentially it seems to be it comes down to it's Wanda Maximoff's grief. Yes. Of what's happening. I happened. think that's, that's a fair topic for a series, and that's exactly what it is. And that's what it that's what we thought it was before. But um we did think there was gonna be more to it. There's a few things in it that, like, I, I spent. I, I think the the most damning thing I can say about the last episode is that I spent a lot of time thinking about the episode before and where we got to, getting quite excited for the final episode. It had a lot of space in my mind. I've thought about the last episode two or three times because we're going to talk about it today. If I hadn't, I probably would have just parked that and gone, okay, moving on. Uh, Winter Soldier and uh, Falcon the Winter Soldier, please. Um, and I wouldn't have really given much thought to what had happened in it. Uh, but there's there's a few things that I I don't think they really that I've had to sort of think back and go like why like when Darcy drives the van into uh, the name the guy from Sword whose name escapes me, um, and she goes uh, enjoy prison, and then I start stopping going. Yeah, he's a he's a knob, but. Prison? Why is he, like, why is he going to prison? prison? <laughs> that, that was something I couldn't work out. Why? I, I, so he starts with H. I can't remember his, his name now. Yeah. But um, why? what exactly is it that he's done wrong? Well, apart from imprison them, that was the only thing I thought. Is they, they sort of stuck him in that barn and held them against their will. But then that wasn't much, really, by standards. And they probably, because of their status as an agency, could do that. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, He's he's got this thing where this this whole this whole play of the inquiry will be in real trouble in the industrial tribunal that happens later on. But the actual 
thing that he's trying to prevent is the fact that Wanda has annexed this little part of America Which and, she can, did. <laughs> and can clearly expand that. And he's, he's she, and she's got a pet vision on her side. Yeah which is basically unstoppable. He's got to do something. Iron Man's not there anymore. And Cap, and Cap isn't there. And, the, and and Thor isn't on planet. And Doctor so, Strange doesn't care, apparently. Yeah, apparently. So it's like, I've got to do well, something. Um, was, uh, was, was bringing Vision back online a breach of the Sokovia Accords? Possibly. Why? That might be it, but I don't know. Why? He just created a super being. He did. Yeah, but that, and, that particular super being has signed the Sokovia Accords. Yeah, and that particular being that he created didn't have the autonomy that Vision did. It's only because the other Vision gave him it back that he's now back in the sort of I'm thinking for myself mold. Um, so I don't know. Because he wasn't as um, independent as the original Vision in theory, I don't know how much you would blame him. Um Going back to the theory about him being Ultron, I do think you've you've got the potential now that there is another vision out there that you could reintroduce Ultron quite easily. He can be a, just an element of him, can be living within the vision and spread at some point, if you ever want to use that character again. Um, but the, the thing that got me was when the vision came online, the, the new vision, um, ironically, the white vision, which is what I, when I first saw vision in the comics, he was white. It threw me the first time I saw he was different colours. Um, but he starts looking at his hand as if to go. Uh, and, that, and I think that was a trigger point for a lot of people because the last time we saw Ultron, he was missing an arm. And it was just like, oh, is that, is he thinking, oh, I'm back online. <laughs> and like, but it wasn't. Wasn't to be. I would have liked a little sneaky little Ultron reference. It's, it it's an odd series. And I think it perhaps suffers. Uh, I've read a few things which said things like it's, it's up from the fact that they delayed uh, Falcon and, and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. So this was the first Marvel TV series we've had. Yes. And it's the first thing we've had really since before COVID. I mean, the last thing that Marvel have come out with is Spider-Man Far From Home. We should have um, had Black Widow, shouldn't we, by now? Indeed. We so there should have been have. other things. If it was in isolation, I think if it had been six episodes, I think stretching it out for nine was a bit because the 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 change in tone of the series is quite from the beginning it's quite eerie because we know there's something going on almost from the get-go and it turns out that i thought it was going to be very uh from the moment that monica got kicked out of the hex you think well okay scarlet witch is clearly a baddie then and that was how i thought the series would end up but she didn't quite get there i mean they they imprisoned the they 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 imprison the sword guy. They arrest him, but not the woman who held lots of people hostage for months and mentally tortured she's them. She's a super powerful, even more powerful Scarlet Witch. I don't think yeah, they good, were. Good luck with the arrest. Yeah, but they. Yeah, okay. I, she's the not going to come quietly. The impression I got is that she is sort of going to be the villain in Doctor Strange. She could quite easily end up being the villain in something, couldn't she? Because clearly she's... We, that last scene where you see her as Wanda and then in the background Scarlet Witch looking through the Darkhold, the question is, is that her putting a picture of herself forward and going, look, I'm normal, 
while really the real version is the one checking the book? Or is it a case of she doesn't actually control her sort of split personality now? And there is a the dark version that's been opened up is now going, yeah, I'm going to get all this in while you do what you're doing. And I'll come out uh, at some point. <laughs> I, I I didn't take it as that. I took it like Doctor Strange, Astro, uh, studying studying while asleep. Right. Kind okay. So is she aware of it though, do you reckon? I know. I, I, I took it in a in a um a sinister way as well, Chris. I, mm. I thought it, it it was quite a sinister finale. It's worrying that she's reading that book. Yeah. And she's taking be, more on board. Be so interested in that book. Yeah. because um, mm. we, we all know from watching uh Agents of Shield how uh, devastating that book can be. <laughs> so, you know, I think it's, um, I think there are interesting times ahead for, for Scarlet Witch. I think she's going to uh, show her, her bad side. Obviously, she's going to be like a, a 3D kind of bad guy in that she's actually a nice person. We know that. And I'm sure that's how her character will eventually end. I think she'll never permanently be a villain. Hmm. Which follows the comics. She's always a character that has breakdowns. And when she has breakdowns, things go to bad. Like we're on about bringing X-Men in via WandaVision. In the comics, she was the reason all the X-Men disappeared. Or the vast majority of them. She literally just wiped out the mutants. But one of the um, one of the reviewers I... I, I... I read during the week was saying, would we have put such high hopes on that last episode? Were it not for the Mandalorian mm-hmm. for Luke, for the Luke Skywalker cameo? Mm-hmm. Are we expecting something like that? Because it was such a moment and we were thinking Dr. Strange, someone, something big. And it wasn't, it, it, it didn't meet that expectation, but, by in and of itself, it wasn't that bad because by the end of the series, it set up the Scarlet Witch storyline going into the multiverse of madness. Vision has returned, um, and I actually thought the love relationship between Vision and, and Wanda was very well put together. Yeah, it was very well done, um, and some of their lines and stories were very very well done. Um. So it's yeah. not, Mandalorian isn't the first one to give us a big finish, though, is it? First series. We've had other series in the past that have done it, but yeah, it, it, with it being from the same company, like, company effectively. Yeah, with I, the I think right. the, what caused us to think that it was going to give us more in the last episode is all the clues and tidbits they gave us throughout the series, like all the adverts. Mm. Yeah, they're not really explained, are they? Never, the never really explained. Um, the fact that her, you know, uh, her brother's there. We're waiting for that to, to be a big reveal of what what that's all about. Um, well, we, we Monica knew... was a bit of a damn squib as well, really. She built they built her up like it was going to be a big deal, and the last episode yeah. she really wasn't. Yeah, I think it is just the first five, not five, first eight episodes was so good at tantalizing and that's why we were all so disappointed because mm. we were so it's, like it's not a bad series it just 
they it, it's the wonderful gymnastic routine isn't it there's like all oh, flips and twirl, twirls and oh brilliant and then they go to do the landing and they stumble it's it's that not quite sticking the landing um i think is well, the they, problem. they did try and stick the landing but they went back to the tried and tested mcu a big sky beaming firing into the sky and 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 lots of special effects and, and that didn't really pay off and a yeah. villain who is the equivalent of you <laughs> that you're fighting somebody who has very much the same idea same power set as you to have a fight with um, no 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 chris she was purple <laughs> big difference. I knew, yeah i knew it was coming but there was nothing i could do but sit there and take it <laughs> <laughs> it was entertaining though and i'm very glad um because of the way they've stretched it out that we've only got another week to go till falcon and winter soldier and I, 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 I'd like to see how Loki ties in and everything else. Mm. So, oh yeah, very excited for um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's real, got real potential. It might end up being a bit too um, straightforward, really. After watching WandaVision and all the twists and turns, it might just be a bit more. No, this is just balls to the wall action and a bit of I interaction with the characters. <laughs> It will have quite a few um, story twists and turns because that is the nature of TV shows these days. Oh, I hope so. Pretty much any TV show has massive twists and turns in it. Um, You know, like a series of Hey Dougie probably has loads of big twists. Oh, my God, they, they got the house building badge. (laughs) anyway i'm digressing um no i'm sure it will do it may i mean it'll certainly be more straightforward than wandavision was yes although saying that it's got zemo in it and zemo seems to be quite a confusing guy certainly the character is so we could see some twists from him but it will certainly be more more normal than WandaVision in that I suspect the first three episodes won't be just word for word straight remakes of old American sitcoms. Imagine though if it's it's straight like word for word remakes of old American action movies. Yeah, it could be this one's commando. Yeah, it could be like the old version of Mission Impossible, the T V series. (laughs) Pull off their face masks. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. If only they got Tom Cruise to do a cameo yelling at someone in the background, having a massive fit about not wearing face masks or something. <laughs> I will say for uh, One Division, one thing I am very grateful for um, is it made me finally go back and watch Age of Ultron. And I've done that film wrong through the years. I've done that film a disservice. It's not half as bad as I remember it be. I quite enjoyed it watching it back. <laughs> I think there's enough time now, and it's uh, having other Avengers films to follow made it okay. At the time, I didn't think it lived up to the first one, and that was pay uh, that sort of brought it down. But going back now and watching it in isolation, I really enjoyed it. I was very, very pleasantly surprised at how much I enjoyed it the other day. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you see, you feel that way because I I really liked Age of Age of Ultron when it came out. Hmm. But then again, I'm a huge James Spader fan. Yeah, so. He is so here he is. Ultron was quite a good fit for me. Yeah. 
I think maybe it was the circumstance of how I watched it. I probably made more attention to what he was saying and things like that this time. And I certainly appreciated his character a lot more than I appreciated it the first time around. Plus, it gives us um, Andy Serkis as Claw. And frankly, they should just build the whole franchise on him. This is real shame he got killed off in Black Panther. I say not anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't think they'd be on bringing back characters who've been killed off. Well, I, I can't remember the name of the director, but um, the well, I don't know if the director or the screenwriter for uh, Black Panther 2 is saying it's the most difficult thing they've had to do. Uh, they've ever had to do trying to come up with a, the plot for Black Panther 2 without Chadwick Boseman, trying to sort that out. So I don't know what oh, they've shit. got planned. Mm. Yeah. So it just doesn't sound like a straightforward, okay, well, we'll just throw somebody else in there. It looks like they're going to try and address it. I, mean, I should point out that when I said, when I referenced um, bringing back characters they've killed off, it was that was not a reference to Chadwick Boseman. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is something that was, that is a different, that is different. Mm. <laughs> I don't think we should write off them bringing back uh, Black Widow though, at some point, especially with them having a separate film. I'd be shocked if we don't leave that film going. Oh, yeah, so she's around somewhere then, is she? Or uh, at least we have somebody set up to take the place. People like um, Robert Downey Jr. And I know he's not dead, but um, Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson. I don't doubt that, that they may return. It all depends on whether they need the money or not. Well, Chris Evans may or may not already be back, um, depending on... He sort of denies it, and then you read again, I think about a week ago, that they are currently planning a Captain America 4 with him. Um, so it's like, is he? <laughs> is he back? As an old, as an old man. That'd be I brilliant. Don't know. Oh. <laughs> old man, Cap. Well, as someone said, you could always use the um, uh, time travel device they have in the van... Yeah. which we saw them de-age and age up Scott Lang as Ant-Man during the movie. Just just whap him in and, and get going. Immortality, yeah, yeah. here we come. Interesting idea. Yeah. They've, uh, they have left lots of doors open for themselves if they want to use them. I do think it's interesting because Chris Evans has said he feels the story of, Cap- of Steve Rogers is over. And I, I, I do agree. You couldn't think of a better send-off for him in that but yeah you could do it if you wanted to and fans would be it's like robert downey jr I, he doesn't have a lot of success outside marvel <laughs> i think he, he might come back at some point the fans clamor hard that. enough yeah of all of them i think he's the one that will come back the most <laughs> another doctor do do little style disaster he'll he'll come crawling back Hmm. Yeah, and why not? Even if they're not the focus, but every so often you use those characters again, that that would be great. Um, build up some of the others so that they can carry the weight a bit more, and then use them. I don't know. Uh, same uh, similar problem at the moment. I've not seen the film, but I'm I'm hearing that. Um, it's it. Uh, I always forget. Is it Andrew Garfield who's the current Spider-Man or who's no, the current Tom Tom Holland? Tom. 
Tom Holland, sorry. Uh, and, and yeah, it was the other one, wasn't it? It was the second one. Um, Tom Holland, uh, they, there's a, quite a bit of criticism for his latest movie. So he, he needs to watch those scripts that aren't Marvel scripts because they're not as good, the films he's signing up for at the moment. And it's like, yeah, unless you want to stick around for a long time, Tom. I'm surprised they say that because Tom Holland does, probably doesn't get the Marvel scripts because he's such a renowned leader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He won't even. They won't even allow him to do interview without an adult supervisor like Benedict Cumberbatch or or Chris Evans sitting next to him. Going, no, no, you can't say that. <laughs> does Does he literally have to when he's filming the films? Literally has to read them up, read the lines off idiot boards because he he he's not given the script beforehand. Well, there's a picture online of um, Iron Man's funeral, and he's smiling during it. He's got a big gawky grin on his face because he was told he was at a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't tell him that Iron Man had died at that particular point in time because yeah, why he, would you why would you substitute it for a wedding? Of well, that's not going to work. It's a wedding. You're really miserable, but it is a wedding. All I'm saying is, there's a there, there is a picture circulating the internet of, of when the camera pans in. It gets to gets to Tom Holland. He's he's just grinning his ass off. Now, taken in the wrong context, that could be seen as really bad. It's like, yeah, he's dead. Now I'm going to get all his gadgets. Super. Is he not? Is he not thinking? You know, why is everyone coming black? <laughs> well, because no, because they weren't all there, were they? I thought they were all there. I thought that was the whole point that they um they made. No, it was but... it was the edited. Yeah, I don't. I I I think they were cut. It was all done on different different bits. Okay. Well, still, him and whoever you were standing next to were in black. Yeah. Why aren't you smiling? Do you not smile at weddings? <laughs> uh, yeah. Why are we in black? Isn't it slightly insensitive that we've turned up to this wedding in black? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or did they CGI the clothing black afterwards? <laughs> That's the urban rumor. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I just, given that, given that he doesn't do interviews really on his own, because he he leaks all the time and compl- and and says I, I don't get the full scripts of the movies because I just I can't, you know, I say it's things I rumor. shouldn't. It's a good rumor. With Mark Ruffalo, everything will be fine. Well, yeah, quite. He wouldn't release the like, footage from a movie by accident, would he? Unless you're Ryan Reynolds, where you release footage from a movie completely on purpose and basically admit it. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta make it now. <laughs> it'd be really, it'd be really interesting about him doing, when they do a, uh, the Deadpool movie for Disney, how much he's going to rip apart the MCU in terms of the various crossovers and bits and pieces. I can just, I can see it. Whether or not they'll let him, I don't know. Well, I was reading the other day um, about Deadpool 2 and um, the uh, Brad Pitt cameo and that he was paid with a cup of coffee. That's how much it costs to get Brad Pitt to do that role. (laughs) His career has really gone downhill. I, I watched. I watched. Actually, watched it for the first time the other night. Did you? Um, Deadpool two. Where was Brad Pitt in it? He's the invisible guy. <laughs> he gets electrocuted and dies on the uh, pylon. Yeah. Do... But there's a moment when you see it in the cinema and you see it, and he gets electrocuted. And you think, 
did I just see what I thought I saw? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> right, okay, cool. I have to say, the... Um, uh, I can't remember his name. The guy, the guy with the moustache um, stole the whole movie. Yes, brilliant. That whole scene where they're jumping out is just super. X Force! Fucking killed off. Because yeah, like... the whole trailer, that, that see that 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 is where trailers can be used really, really well because it looked as if the whole movie was built about him him founding this little group of, of, of can do mercenaries and they all don't make the landing. It's brilliant. It's <laughs> <laughs> and the fact is, it's his reactions to it as they get killed off on my body. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, yes. Very, very good. Uh, have gentlemen, we've I think we've pretty much exhausted our one division talk. Unless anybody's got anything else they want to add, but uh, have you been watching anything else since we've last spoken, or since we've last spoken to an audience? I've watched the entirety of Disney Star, Disney Plus Star. The entirety of it? Wow. Pretty, pretty much. I've just, um, whenever I've just sat at my desk doing stuff, I'll just put it on. So I've watched, I've watched everything. You better hope his, his bosses don't, um, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't watch this, don't, don't listen to this podcast. He could always have blamed it on being one of us who said it in one of the, in the previous ones, but now because there's a face associated, it's like no, no, Lawrence, we know it was you. I watched uh, Starship Troopers. All right. When's the last time you saw Starship Troopers? A few years ago. But, I got it on DVD. That's a fun film. Um, I've watched uh, both X Files films. Oh yeah. I actually quite like the last one. I remember. Is that the one with uh, Billy Connolly? Yeah, I quite like that. I remember. I, quite, I, I actually quite like the first one as well. It's been a long um, time since I saw that. I can't remember. <laughs> and oh man, just um, I watched all the Die Hards apart from the first Die Hard because it's not on there for some reason. <laughs> yes. Don't know if there's uh, one kind uh, of. Off. Are four, five, and six as bad as you'd ex- as they're reputed to be? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Hang on, there's no six. Die Hard, Die Harder, uh, Die Hard Two, um, Die Hard with a Vengeance, and there's Die Hard Four Point Zero. Yeah, and then there's a good day to Die Hard. And that's it. Okay, my my apologies. I, it, it was it, it must have been dialogue they were talking about way. that they keep talking about doing. Yeah, that last one is in that last one set in Russia, and John McClane's son is a secret agent, and they're fight, <laughs> fighting they're fighting uh, Russian types. Nice. Yeah, I, I have to say, I'm, I'm watching a lot of it, but it's pretty much all Family Guy at the moment. So I haven't really watched Family Guy in a long time, so I'm like just, just mainlining at the moment. Like three or four episodes a day, just going through series after series that I haven't seen. So, and then I'll watch, be American Dad. Watch The Fly. When was the last oh, time yeah. you saw The Fly? Uh, too long ago. I like that film a lot. I remember watching it when I was really young, 
and it totally freaked me out. The scene where he he throws up on the guy's fist totally uh, <laughs> freaked me out as a kid. Mm. Um, really fun film. I liked it. I like it. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, dark. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, my 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 dad is an awful practical joker, and he suckered me in because we'd seen a few weeks before. I think we'd seen um, or a little time before we'd seen Jurassic Park. So, so Jeff, Jeff Goldblum was the hero. Is a guy from Jurassic Park in it? Oh, oh, that's guy. Be, yeah, yeah, that wasn't what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but then he did he did the same when I was younger and said, Oh, come and watch Batman. You know, you like the Adam West TV series, you know, Caesar Romero on a weekend, you know, go and watch it. No, no, Michael Keaton and, 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 and Danny DeVito going going fucking batshit. No, it was oh he's a bad man. He's a very bad man. Uh, anything else you've been watching? Uh, I caught up on Walking Dead in the time I've been off. I know Keith's not a big fan anymore, but I I've caught back up with that. I what re rewatched the two Ghostbusters films mm-hmm. in anticipation of the third, the proper third one <clears throat> coming out later this year. Because <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Um, Did they hold up? I, I I think two gets a bum rap. I I really like it, but you know, I haven't watched the uh, second one in a while. I don't think it gets too much of a bun wrap these days. I think it's appreciated for the piece of genius that it is. <laughs> what I just I like is certain certain digs at um, events that have that have happened since. For example, in Mandalorian, Luke turning around and saying, "Training without uh, power without training is nothing." Basically, a middle finger to Ray. And in the new trailer for Ghost for Ghostbusters Afterlife, when they turn around and say, "There's been no no ghost of ghost events for 25 years," oh really? So that's the 2016 film we're just wipingly glossing, knocking that off out of canon, shall we? Um, which is fine. I'm I'm all for that. Um, but I just think that's um, yes. I thought I I always like it when they have a little dig at themselves. At Hon- you know, it just didn't happen. Shh. Well, you don't you don't get better than uh, Deadpool two, do you? When he steps in and shoots Deadpool from uh, Wolverine, <laughs> and then oh. shoots himself for considering the Green Lantern script. <laughs> Justice for Jordan. Um. I rec- I recently read um, the ma- the man the man who laughs, mm-hmm. and it came with um, in the same book. It came with a a, a a story which was Batman and the Green Lantern, mm-hmm. and Batman is um, uh, it was called um, Made of Wood, right. And it was about um, so uh, like a serial killer that was cutting made of wood into people's chests, and it was uh, like there was a serial killer in the fifties who did the same thing, 
and and suddenly disappeared and now he's back and it's to do with Green Lantern because Green Lantern was around in the 50s in Gotham. Is this classic Green Lantern then? Um, the original. Is that, is, is that the Green Lantern who literally has the problem with, forgive me, wood? Wood, yeah. Yes. They, 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 yeah, they to do with him because they reckon it must be to do with him because uh, wood's his uh, one only weakness. Um, Better than just the colour so yellow. Hard to, <laughs> so hard to avoid wood. Um, Green Lantern has had some issues in the comics through the years. It has to be said. They've they've finally got it right recently. <laughs> so re- got rid of some of these issues. Yeah. Some of them. Some of them. <laughs> some, some of them. Very slowly. <laughs> I, I will say though, the yellow thing that Keith's bringing up. All-Star Batman, when he oh. paints himself completely yellow oh. to kick the crap out of him. It's very funny. <laughs> Everything's yellow, <laughs> just to give him a kick. Yeah, very, very good. That is the most bizarre comic yeah. ever written. Oh, God damn, Batman. <laughs> yes. <It's> awful. <laughs> Have you read the book I got you for Christmas, Keith? I've started it. I haven't finished it yet. Mm. Last night on Earth. It's, it's a good one. The bit sort of old man Logan meets uh, Batman. Yeah, yeah. I I got hints of that because I really liked old man Logan when you lent it to me. Yeah, I like old man Logan. So there we go. Um, and obviously I'm waiting for um, Justice League: The Snyder Cut to come out, which yes. I hear. Do we know yet how, how and when it's coming out in the UK? I was told Sky Movies the other day. Sky Movies, yeah. Friends. But I imagine they'll probably release it on DVD as well. Yeah. Yeah, not long away. It's the 18th, isn't it? In fact, if you tried to watch Tom and Jerry the other day, you got to watch some of it. As uh, apparently HBO Max messed up. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, you tried loading it, and apparently you just got the Justice League uh, Snyder Cut. <laughs> but they stopped it after about half. You got about an hour of it, and then it kicked off. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so when are Tom and Jerry coming into this? Yeah. So why when you like spend twenty quid to rent it on Sky Movies next week? Are you going to get Tom and Jerry instead? <laughs> and will it be worse than the film itself? That's the question. <laughs> right. I watched. Um, rewatched Watchmen. Oh yes. Recently, after I'd watched the uh, the TV series, mm-hmm. so I'd catch up on the, uh, the 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 movie as well. Yeah. And I like it. Mm. It was done well. It was a very good depiction of the book, uh, with some changes that weren't necessarily a bad bad changes. I completely agree with chucking the whole pirate what, what is, talking about the giant octopus it's really ironic that the tv series have put that in mm. whereas the uh the, the film didn't do it so you can see both kind of how it would have worked mm. and the problem is i really like jeremy irons as vite so it works yeah. quite well for me 
but I I love the film. I think it's very good. I've got the director's cut of it, and I think it's quite it's quite good. Have you ever read the book, Lawrence? No. Um, it's it's worth a read. It's quite dated. Uh, but yeah, there, I don't know how much you're aware. There is a sub a subplot story, like a separate story that goes along with each every so long into it. I know it's with every every issue about a guy like a, on a ship. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was just like, what the heck was this? Basically, it's it's when Alan Moore's done too much, too many psychedelic drugs that he just it's like it's like if you actually read V V for Vendetta, it's bloody weird. It's really weird. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen gets a lot of criticism, and some of it correct, but. You read the book, and a lot of the book is really crap. Yeah, I didn't mind the film, to be honest. It was popcorn fodder, but it was quite acceptable popcorn fodder. They didn't need to have any more films afterwards, but as a one-off, it was all right. But then again, I'm a Van Helsing apologist, so... yeah. I I don't mind Van Helsing. I don't mind League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Keith used to like Van Helsing. He'll deny it, but he used to. Oh, I'm afraid Um, you've cut out there, Chris. This is this is the the hill I die on. That like you die on the one about the Masons. Yeah. You gonna tell me that shit? What'd you expect? <laughs> no. um, I, 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 I will admit, <laughs> Chris's granddad you're, was a Mason. No. <laughs> so Keith insisted once that I told him because we walked past a Masonic Lodge in London that my granddad was a Mason and I didn't tell him this and as Keith points out I, I can't fault your logic here because he wasn't um, so <laughs> yeah uh, it's, uh, it's up there with Tokar and Raza there isn't it Keith oh, oh fuck you you remember what you want to remember yeah. Turtles, uh, Secret of the Ooze. What, what were the bad guys in that? Rock, rock, Bebop and Rocksteady, wasn't it? They're, in my defence, that was a logical assumption to make when you watched it as a child. Not if you see the film. <laughs> you go, one of them's a turtle and the other's a wolf. Well. <laughs> Subjecting that to an evidence-based analysis... Prove that I might not have a case with that one, but still. Anyway, are we done then? So, uh, well, yes. <laughs> Keith wants to wrap this up. So, yes, I think probably our um, the next big thing we will talk about, I imagine, will be the Snyder Cup, uh, all four hours of it. Um, unless yeah, there's anything anybody intermi- else is trying to watch. It's getting an intermission though. Is it? Yeah. Well, to be fair, you're watching at home. You could just hit pause, but they're giving you an intention. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm intrigued by it. I, 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 I was a bit cruel about Justice League earlier, but I didn't think it, again, I didn't think it was bad popcorn fodder, but it wasn't amazing. It's nowhere near an Avengers film, but it was it was all right. So I, I'm oh, hoping that they can smooth that over. Another of my favourite bits of uh, Deadpool 2 was when he said he made reference that 
both their mothers being called um <laughs> being called Martha. Martha <laughs> they got on together. To be fair, I I will say when I was watching that in the cinema, I did think I've never I've never clocked that they their mothers have the same first name. But is that I really what you're hinging this entire fight on? It's an interesting <laughs> it's an interesting bit of trivia. Completely granted, I'd never clocked it before because you've never seen Martha Wayne as a character because of course she dies before you the story even starts. But you just think. Is this really what the fight's going to end on? That Clark Kent has a mum. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the whole basis. What about the fact that if he's a 1% chance that he's a threat, we have to take it as an absolute certainty? Anyway. Mm, yes. I'm, I'm hoping we're going to see a substantial amount of black suit Superman. In the uh, Snyder Cut, we're going to get to see him be a badass. Black Superman. Black suit Superman. Not to be mistaken for Michael B. Johnson, who may end, oh, may end up being Superman, Superman soon. That's that quite rude. I thought, I thought that's what you meant, that we get to have a black Superman. In, in no, no, but there are rumours of that, aren't there? With Michael B. Jordan, I think. Wasn't there some speculation? With a J.J. Abrams produced movie. Yeah, it'd be good, that. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm up for that one. Because J.J. Abrams is box office gold. <laughs> this would, yeah. That, um, this, uh, sorry, I, I'm, I, I almost, um, I threw him under the bus there. I was thinking of Josh Whedon, and I was like, no, no, J.J. Abrams, different thing. Um, <laughs> the, um, yeah, no, no. Uh, as much as I may not like J.J. Abrams, he's not Josh Whedon. No, that, that's in the plus column. Yeah. Um, no, uh, Black Suit Superman. In they sort of tease it that when back, when Superman comes out of what, the grave, he's not quite himself. He's a bit more pissed off than he was. We we saw a little bit of it in the Justice League film, but grumpy Superman. Yeah, as in dangerous, evil, evil uh, superhero type character he's not, he's that you not know, had enough should have took out. No, he's not had enough sleep. He's he's grumpy. He's hungry. It's amazing yeah. to me how much they cram into this these these movies. It's like in the first movie, you've got the bat. The, the whole idea is Batman versus Superman. Fine. Let's put Wonder Woman in there as well. All right. Let's put Doomsday in there. Okay. Lex Luthor. I mean, for God's sake. And then in this movie, you've got Superman returning from the grave, being a badass. How much? How long is he going to be a badass for? Because You've got a There's fight. A four hour movie. I'd like to think quite a But, but yeah, you got. Hours, hang on, hang on. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the movie won't have any. At that point, you will not have seen Aquaman, The Flash, Cyborg. They've all got to be reintroduced and spend time with them. Yeah. And then you somehow also got to continue the Batman and Wonder Woman development of it, while at the same time talk about Darkseid well, and but, Steppenwolf. Well, they, 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 uh, the, that, the DC people will, will say, well, the MCU do it all the time, so why can't we? Yeah, because that's what's fucked them up every step they of the way well. when they've created this, this, this expanded universe. Every character of the, mm. of the MCU had a movie before you went to do Avengers. 
Not every character. Well, a lot of them did. I mean, Hawkeye didn't fair play or Black Widow. But in general, the main ones all had their own individual movie. Hell, Iron Man had two before you got to the Avengers movie. Hulk was a bit iffy as to as to how canon that was at the time. It's sort of been wedged in a bit more now that it's more accepted. Hey, William Hurt is canon, and I won't hear a word said against him. <laughs> and, and from what I understand, I, I think in the um, She-Hulk TV series, they've announced um, God, what's his name? Uh, Tim Roth is back as Blonsky. Mm-hmm. So everyone's everyone's canon, apart from you, Edward Norton. You're not canon. (laughs) Uh, Well, he is canon. He's just been recast. The character's canon. Um, As as an aside to Lawrence, as he mentioned, Agents of Shield earlier on, um, the uh, the main one of the main characters from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I can't think of her name, um, Quake, codenamed Quake. Yeah. Yeah, is it Chloe Annette? Is that the name? Or have I got the name wrong? Isn't that the actress's name? Yeah, yeah. No, so is that the actress? Because she's been cast in the Powerpuff Girl remake, the uh, the modern version of Power, live-action version of Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> she's playing Blossom. Oh, well, that's a big career move for her. Well done. <laughs> It's because she, she, she pissed off Disney a lot all, all the way through at Marge's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. by saying that they didn't take the series seriously. She went on record and did press interviews where she was saying it's never been accepted that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is canon. You know, we've taken bits from the film franchise like the, uh, he- the helicarrier and everything else and um, infiltration of S.H.I.E.L.D. by Hydra, but they've never reciprocated by acknowledging that you're um, that what happened, like Coulson being alive, or bits about Shield ever coming into the movies, it's never happened. So she felt quite hard done by. So do you not understand well, Coulson, that? Obviously, Go on. Coulson was in uh, um, Captain Marvel. Uh, was that because it was retro though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was in the, it was in the past. Um, I was actually disappointed that um, in Wonder Vision, Mac wasn't the agent. Uh, wasn't the uh, director of Sword. Mac was the uh, at, by the end of Agents of Shield, he was the director of Shield, and uh, I thought. It would have been nice if he'd come back and been the director again. Uh, it's a different organisation, though, isn't it? I know it's very similar, but supposedly different organisation. Like, yeah, well, didn't it sort of meld into one by the end of it all? In the comics, no, but I don't know how yeah. they've done it on the series, possibly. Because Shield is a mess, isn't it? In the yeah, Sword is just the reincarnation of Shield. Yeah, look, Sword isn't quite what it was in the comics, I don't think. I think they've sort of made it a bit more ground-based, whereas I think a lot of it is in space and seems to be in the comic. Well, as it turned out, there was a good reason he wasn't the director, because the director was a 
bad guy. <laughs> um, oh, for reasons that I don't understand. For reasons that Keith doesn't understand. Hmm. What did he do? Wrong? What, you know, there was a charge sheet. What would you say he did? When he comes up to this, when he comes up and gets his P forty five, he gets charged. He gets arrested. For example, when they arrested him, what did they arrest him for? Because Darcy said so, who was absolutely done over in the finale. One line, and that's it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say he'd broken the law. I just said he was a bad guy. You can't deny that he was a bad guy in that show. Well, was he though? He was. If he, you're, he was if you're a citizen of Westview, you're not thinking of him as a villain. As far as you're concerned, this psycho witch turned up and started brainwashing me and, made, and making me do things against my will. And this guy has put something in to try and stop her. And then this guy turns up well, five minutes later. She she one leaves. Of the things, one, of the things was, one of the things was a, a, a missile that he sent in randomly into the, the village. How? We've all done that. The World Security Council tried to nuke New York City during the Chitari invasion. Shit happens. Listen, Robert, Robert Redford was, did it for all the right reasons, Keith. He wasn't a bad guy. Oh, shut up, Lawrence. You're sitting there watching Avengers um, Infinity War thinking, you know what, this Thanos guy, he has a point. So don't you turn around to me and say that... <laughs> Supporting the wrong side of the fight exactly. here. Thanos was just mis you know, misunderstood. He's doing the right thing, man. He's doing the right thing. Just bring in balance. <sighs> well, until next time then. Yeah. <laughs> yes. On that slightly disturbing note. Um, thank you very much for joining me, gentlemen. Uh, where can people catch up with you? I'm um, on Infinity uh, Archive of Our Own under the handle Deathwater. Death <laughs> Lawrence? Um, I am on uh, Twitter handle uh, Lawrence underscore Tuck. And is your podcast still going? Um, we've got a new series starting soon. Uh, does it have a title? Well, I can, well, where I, I can to Oh, in, as in the, the same uh, same thing. Dominic Diamond tried to kill me. Series two, starting as soon as I can be asked to edit it. <laughs> but he's a professional. Yeah, and you can find me at, at Critic Guy Chris. Uh, we will be back soon. We uh, we will hopefully, if this has all gone okay, uh, be recording the next one for you to view. And the podcast will be changing from the Critic Guy podcast to Critic Guy Views. Um, hopefully it goes well. Wish us luck. Thank you very much, everybody. Bye. Evening. <laughs>